Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I want to take this time to give you the warmest, most heartfelt thank you for all of your support throughout Faces of Mental Illness. And if you have not been listening and following the journey, uh, I will fill you in right now about what this book is, what it means to me, what it means to the world, uh, and why it's just so important to me. It has been a really emotional week since it's come out. I have done a lot of things in the almost four years that I've lost Jim, but this one was different. This one felt bigger. It also felt like he's always with me, but this one felt like he was a part of it because it's been such a passion of mine for, for my entire life. And I met him literally just after I completed my master's degree and had that uh, naive, innocent, heartfelt belief that I could like single-handedly change the world. And he never doubted it. He never mocked me. He never told me any of my dreams were too big and others did and others do. And so as I was experiencing this book coming into the world, it really, really, it wasn't just something I knew he would be proud of me for. I feel like he's just been through the entire journey with me. So I was <laughs> from the moment I woke up crying on and off throughout the entire day and in a good way, but also even though he's always with me, it's impossible not to miss him when big things happen in my life. And he's not sitting immediately next to me for me to give a big, huge hug or to hear his um, laugh that can fill a room and just to see how he looks at me. And I still have all those things inside, but it's a roller coaster of emotions. And I want people to understand that these invisible things, whether I'm talking about mental illness or grief, uh, they are they are there always just because you can't see them and just because a certain amount of time has passed and just because things go well or or take turns, they're always there. And so it's so much a part of me and it has been so much a part of my healing, this project and this book. So outside of all the feelings that it brings up about my relationship with Jim and how he supported everything, it also just fills my heart to bring this work to the world. And I want to tell you that Wherever you are in your journey, especially if you're struggling, I want you to hear this because I truly started working with Jack Canfield simply because I was lost, simply because he was my mentor and I was reading his books and listening to his books on tape because I didn't know what else to do. I was grieving that much. I was 
I had no idea what was next. I, at that point in time, I didn't think I wanted to continue working with clients. I was just truly stuck and unsure what was next. So just by making that one decision, it opened the door to all of the things that have followed. And I want those of you that are struggling to listen up because it's very, very easy to feel like no one gets it. It's easy to isolate and not let new people in. And I want you to understand that taking those chances can be life-changing. I made the decision in August of 2018 is when I went to Grand Lake to celebrate my first anniversary without Jim where we got married. And that is the week that, that really started to change things in my process of healing. And I met someone in the Jack Canfield community and I came home from that trip and I made the decision sometime at the end of August, early September to work with him in 2019. And through that, you get put into the online community. So I was in a Facebook group and immediately it was like, I think it was early November. It could have been October. I can go back and look, but uh, I still was not being extremely social. I was still really, really deep in grief. It hadn't been a year yet. And through this online group where I started connecting with people who were passionate about the same things I was and about Jack's work and about making a difference, I meet Kate Butler. She, She posted something about her books And I felt inclined to comment or reach out to her. And we connected on the phone almost immediately. And from that, I joined her community and I became a part of Women Who Illuminate. Again, not entirely clear why. I I didn't have big dreams of being an author. I wasn't certain why I was doing it other than I felt called to. And I knew that it was my path. That's really all I knew at that point in time. It wasn't even about getting my story out. It truly was that I made this connection with Kate. She understood me. She listened to me. And I truly believed instantly in what she does and how she helps people share their stories and understand that our stories matter and that people do need to hear them. So I just instantly aligned with her and became a part of this project And then what do you know happens next? I meet Claudia because she was an author in the book as well. And she so bravely and and authentically shared her story that I knew she was just as passionate as I am about breaking stigmas and changing the way the world views mental health. And from there, it took one conversation for us to know that we had big things to do. And she had the vision of a book. And that's how we got on the road to where we are today. And none of it would have happened if I stayed in my despair, if I stayed in my lonely, isolated world of pain, which I needed. I needed to feel the feelings. And I encourage people, not just my clients, I think that's part of the problem in this world, that we avoid feeling and that's not the way through it, right? I always say then things show up in other ways. So it was difficult, but it was necessary. And it led me first to Jack and then to Kate and then to Claudia, who are all a part of this project, by the way. And it wouldn't have been possible without 
any of them. And so I share that with you because I just want you to know wherever you are in your path, you don't have to know why something feels right. You don't have to know what's next or where it's going to lead. You do have to know that if you feel called to do something, there is a reason and you know you best. And if I had listened to everyone else and not listened to myself, none of this would have happened because no one thought it was a good idea for me to go to those mountains by myself where I met these, this first person who connected me with the Jack Canfield community. So I just want you to know that when you are in that dark place and you feel like no one gets it and you're going nuts because something sounds right to you and everyone else thinks it's wrong, tune them out and listen to yourself. That is your path. And you're the only one who knows it. No one else has, has your intuition and knows the way. So please understand that I'm sharing this because it's such a huge part of faces of mental illness and why it's here. And the connections I've made with these people who are not just people, they're family, they're dear, dear friends. And they're here for me unconditionally. And I'm here for them because we get it. And we've let each other in and we've shared our stories. So faces of mental illness is not about me. It's not about my story. It's about 20 people believing that sharing our stories, that telling our truths can make a difference in this world that doesn't talk about mental illness. We had huge conversations about the title of the book and, and there was a lot of resistance and a lot of people chose not to be a part of it or questioned if they would because they would much rather be a part of a book called We Are the Faces of Mental Health. And Claudia can say it so much more eloquently than I can, but we, we cannot have mental health if we don't acknowledge mental illness. I am mentally healthy and that is because I acknowledge that I am mentally ill. And that's a difficult thing to do in this world we live in. So this is 20 people coming together saying, we want to make a difference in this world. We want to change the way people understand mental illness. And we want you to see our real faces and know our real stories because the world doesn't talk about those stories. We only have what we read about or hear in the news or, or in the movies, and it's not accurate. So these are real raw stories with the ups and downs and what we've gone through and the darks and how we've gotten through it. And that doesn't mean we don't still have our difficult moments or stretches, but it's not the way it was before we started embracing our illness and using our voice. And that doesn't mean you have to write a book or go on a podcast, but it, it means you have to stop hiding and stop feeling like this is a secret that we have to be ashamed of. The world should be ashamed of how we treat this subject and these people, right? We are uniquely beautiful and our illness can be our gift if we learn how to live with it, not hide it. So this book is about letting others know there's hope. There are stories of suicide attempts and suicidal thoughts and anxiety and depression and bipolar disorder and psychosis because 
those are the real things that we deal with. And so this book is important today as we live in this world where more and more people are struggling through this pandemic, isolated and dealing with anxiety because we don't know what's happening. So this book is important because it's the real truth. It's the real stories of what we go through. We're the real faces. And there are people who need to hear this and know that you can get through it and you're not alone. So if you can think of, if you're thinking of someone in your life that might need this book and you don't necessarily know how to present it to them, right? Because again, it's a stigma and there's more concern and caution around these topics. So we've discussed a few different ways. First of all, you can just say that you are supporting your friend's business or book uh, and you want to get it into as many people's hands as possible because it's a really important subject matter and you just want to help support his or her cause, right? That's a neutral, open way to just say this book matters. We can also make it a little bit more personal in one of two ways. I can give this book to someone and say that I want you to better understand me. I want you to understand my invisible illness and what I go through and all, all the things that come with anxiety that you don't see and this world doesn't talk about. And so the next time that we have an interaction or that you see something in my behavior, maybe, maybe it'll click in a different way. And so I want to share this book with you to let you in to what I go through, right? So if you have a mental illness that you are comfortable being open about, that's another way by putting it on us and, and ways that this can improve relationships or help people understand us in a different way, right? And then if you have someone that you think is struggling and could benefit from reading this book and being a part of a community with others who get it, who have been there, who, are, who aren't judging, you can also say that you care enough to share this book because it brought you a lot of hope and maybe it can do the same for someone else. And that can open a conversation to just letting someone know that you care and you've seen some struggling or some changes and you just want to give them something that provides a lot of hope and inspiration because these stories are uplifting. We have all been through it. We all have our stories, right? We all have the dark side, but we wouldn't have the light if we hadn't been through that. And we wouldn't have the tools to share with others and our community. What's beautiful about it is that if I don't have an answer, there's 19 other people there who might. So it's not just one person that you're turning to. It is a community of people who get it without explanation who you can call at three in the morning without having to say why, because they know they've been there. So if you, if someone's coming to mind and you think that this book could help them in some way, shape or form, it is a sign of love and compassion. You are giving a gift of conversation that isn't had yet in this world. And I just want to let people know that that's why we're putting it out there. 
we're not putting it out. I'm not putting this out there to toot my horn, Sam and Claudio, you know, Amazon bestsellers. That is not what is it, what it is about at all. This is about conversations and changing people's perspectives and, and having an open mind and learning and understanding that we all have lived through things and we are all living through things that other people don't see. And this is a collection of stories to shine some light on what it's really like to live with an illness or with somebody living with an illness and how you can do that successfully. So I just wanted to share all of that because this truly is more than a book to me and Claudia and all of our authors. We are so passionate about helping just one person. And if that one person is you, you can reach out to any one of us. We are all compassionate people willing to be here to help somebody through it. If we don't have the answers, we will help you find them. And I just wanted to devote this episode to you and to thanking you for being a part of my journey. When I first started working with Jack Canfield, one of the things he does is asks what our, our big, he calls it a big, hairy, audacious goal, but what our big goal is. And I cried. I didn't have one. I thought I lost all my dreams and my goals. Claudia knew, she knew she wanted to start sharing her story publicly. So she was able to answer that question. And Jack responded with, by when, right? Like these are not just, okay, I am one day going to do this. It is, this is by when, this is how, these are the steps I'm going to take. And my screen was blank. I didn't have any answers. I thought I had lost it all. So to me, this book, the biggest message to anyone struggling is that even in your deepest, darkest place, and even when you think you've lost everything, big dreams do come true. And I am living proof. Claudia is living proof. And you can be too. And we hope this, we, we know this community is 20 some now, and it'll be double that with the next book and it will continue to grow. And we will have such a large force for people to turn to and know that if you are struggling, you can come here and ask for help. And we together as a community will get through it. You are not alone. So this would not be possible without you. So many people have commented or emailed me and written that they heard about it from this podcast, which is, is the same thing. It's about making noise and breaking stigma. So I just wanted to share more of why this means so much to me. It's a pretty big deal. I got through it without tears. That didn't happen the first couple of days. And I am still having all of the emotions and all of, you know, the tears, but they're, they're happy tears too. And if you are in that dark place, please, please know there is light, especially if you can't even imagine what it is and you can't answer what one dream or what one goal is. I promise you, you can get there and you don't have to know how I didn't. I just started listening to that little voice that I ignored or that everybody else tried to shut up and tell that these ideas were crazy. And now I have found an entire 
community, multiple communities, right? Jack's, Kate Butler's, and now Claudia and I have ours with people who not only support, but push us further. If I say I'm going to do something, they're going to help me get there. And it's going to be bigger than I even thought it could be at the beginning. So thank you so much for being a part of my journey and for being a part of this movement. And it is just the first. If you're interested in being an author or you know someone who wants to be, please reach out to us. This has been life-changing for our authors. They have been reaching out to us nonstop talking about how empowering it is, not just to share it in the book, but then to be telling people about the book and how much it's helping them heal more than they already had up until this point. So thank you and and reach out with feedback, ideas, um, anything. You can ask me questions. I am here for you and couldn't do this without you. Until next time, everyone, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.